Welcome to RAQA Today, the podcast that puts the fun back in quality, compliance, and regulatory affairs. Here's your host, Michelle Lott. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Ty. Let's talk about document control because it seems so boring on the surface, but I'm sure you have some doozies about document control and good stories about how it's done poorly. You know, when we first started planning this conversation about document control, both of us were like, oh, this is like the most boring and tedious aspect of the whole quality management system. But then, you know, we started exchanging stories and just laughing about how badly most people do it outside of actually revision control of their document. But revision control is the most important part of document control. So uh, things like, you know, let's let's go through some of the ways that let, let us count the ways of people who mess up revision control. Revision control, control of access to documents, you know, yeah, on the surface document control is really just making sure that the right people are signing the right documents, that you're taking that information and recording it, and making sure that it's basically disseminated appropriately throughout the organization. And that's where we get those crazy stories, right? So how do people do document control poorly? They do it on sticky notes. Post-it notes. Post-it notes. My favorite include post-it notes with machine settings for parameters for operate validated operating parameters. Always notorious. You always find it. Mm-hmm. You see the post-it notes next to that machine with the specifications on it. And then you mm-hmm. see that they underline something in red. And you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> Rather than going to the shared folder uh, where you electronically keep your documents in a controlled manner, they have kept a local version like on their desktop. That's what I was going to say, that that's the other hard contender is people saving versions of documents on their desktop because they don't want to navigate their own EQMS systems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the executive team that's the most notorious for that. You know, they don't want to go into Greenlight or, you know, Enzyme or any quality management system that you have, ACE, Master Control, and they're just like, send me the document. <laughs> what about um, uncontrolled stamps or controlled copy stamps? The, I, I never see these used more frequently than during audits and like oh, yeah. everything that they they physically print something that they could have just put on the screen, but they, they physically printed it and then they manually stamp it, you know, either controlled oh, yeah. copy or uncontrolled or copy or. Yeah, there's there's lots of ways to do document control poorly. And I think it's you know, when you come in as a quality employee or a consultant, it's one of those things that it takes a while to follow the breadcrumbs to really realize how poor or how disconnected people are with their document control system. And that's when you like, you know, you could work with someone for months and be remote and then finally go on site and see that. I know you have a story about um, mysterious filing cabinets. Yeah, that's the the piece de resistance of uh, document control stories is 
I was in industry. I was the quality manager over a facility here in Tucson and two in Mexico. And I was at one of the two in Mexico. And I don't know how we stumbled upon this room, but they had a secret room with secret file cabinets, plural, like there were four, four drawer file cabinets where they had their own physical copies of part prints, specifications to build the product that all had red lines. And that was the print that they used to pull and copy and put into the device history records to build on the line and to do their quality inspections by. And I had a meltdown. Like I lost <laughs> my mind. And I was like, you have to get rid of all of this right now. And they're like, but without it, we can't build the product correctly. And I'm like, Maybe you can't build the product correctly. Now, it's important to note this facility did not have design engineers. They had manufacturing engineers. There were other plants that were making mating components that their parts needed to go with. They had no clue about the overall ecosystem and the final finished assembled thing. Yeah. When you found it, did you just like... Like, did you just put your head on the table? Because I know when you <laughs> told me, I was like, oh, man, did you go right to the bar? Did you yeah, just head down? walk out, walk across the street? And I'm like, I need a shot of tequila for this. And then I'll come back and have this discussion. Yeah. And I had a quality manager in that facility. And I had to fight with her, the quality manager, over these redlined, uncontrolled prints. You know, what makes document control so hard is that it doesn't feel like it's an organization accountability thing. When I come into jobs, sometimes people are like, can I revise this procedure? Like, what do you think about me checking this out and making changes? And I'm like, you own it. Of course you should do that. It makes perfect sense. You should improve the process, document it the way that it's done. And it feels like there's such a disconnect from the quality team and them being the owners of every type of document. And they're really not, you know, our job is to be a part of every process, not to own every process. Um, I think people doing the job or working the process should be in control of their procedures. And moreover, not only should they be in control of them, but they should understand the intent behind them. Like what was the, the regulation that drove that so that they can write a meaningful procedure in the first place. You know, I'm also used to uh, seeing procedures and work instructions on the line that people have got, you know, little notes in the margins of. Just change the procedure if that's what the procedure needs to change or, or needs to say. Very little that is actually dictated verbiage that is dictated by regulations. It, it's it's all about how you actually practice. It's not about giving you a a basic formula or giving you a very prescriptive formula on what to do. Um, you know, the best places are the places that are actually revising their documents frequently because it shows mm-hmm. that someone cares and that they are invested in the future of that company by making tribal knowledge not a problem. 
you know, right. you get that one manufacturing engineer that knows how to like, he's got to turn this twice and hit it with the wrench and then it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And when he leaves, the company can't get the same results because all of this is hidden with uncontrolled records. Well, and by revising your your procedures regularly, you know that people are invested in them and are actually using them. Yeah, nothing screams that you don't need a procedure than it not being used or revised or read in like eight years, which you see all the time. And, you know, not on FDA, but on ISO, there is a requirement for review of the suitability of your documentation. Mm-hmm. And you have to revise those procedures or at least shown that you have reviewed documents that, and they are still relevant to your company and they are still suiting your company the way that they need to. I've seen um, some companies that even cor- incorporate a uh, yearly or every other year review into yep. the procedures and, and they document that they at least read it and that it is still appropriate, even if it hasn't been revised in five to 10 years. Yeah, I know that previous um, jobs that I had that we had, you know, regular document review because it's as your quality system goes and changes, you might pull out of certain markets or add certain markets and you need to change those documents. Or you might have to add things to people's training that, you know, you've released a new product line or something like that. All of that really starts with document control of everything that we talk about. It's probably the day-to-day foundation of your quality system is how you control your documents, how you release them, how you get them out so that employees and your team can use them. Even with suppliers, you know, it's really important that they get copies of the document that you should supply to them. So many of our, our clients are using contract manufacturing and then it good documentation control is good communication which is just a good life skill right it's telling you <laughs> that really that's what it comes down to we're solving all of your problems not just your quality management system ones. look it's your life lessons life lessons here if you do document control well you can learn to be a good communicator and that is like the number one failure of all relationships right communication so if you have contract manufacturing, you have problems with your employees, maybe you should look at your document control. Maybe everyone's just a little frustrated. And we'll get into supplier controls on a, another episode, but um, you know, your purchase order should specify what revision the supplier is supposed to be building the prints at. Oh yeah, that's always such a challenge. Always, you know, if you don't have a big expensive ERP system and you're entering all the information manually, it's it's quick to drop off, you know, the the human error is real with document control, especially because so much of it is manual. What other advice would you have for someone who's looking at document control, either because they're having pain points doing it right, or they might not even know that they're doing it wrong? Uh, any advice? Well, let's talk a little bit about electronic quality management systems. And like, what is your ideas about do electronic control of documents ensure that you're using the right revision? Well, there's, we can even go more granular than that. You know, 
You have paper-based with Fire King cabinets that are printed and stored. Michelle has heard my disgust and distaste for Fire Kings because they leave chalk all over your records and they don't protect against water. So it's like, what's the point? But it is a requirement. And then you have electronics that on servers, right? So this is your Dropbox, your box, your you know actual server that's hosted at your company. And then you have full EQMSs. This is Ace, Greenlight Guru, Master Control, um, Doc Excellent. You know, there's there's dozens of options there. Electronic documents have just like paper documents have different levels of control. You can have an EQMS system that you spend forty thousand dollars a year on, and people will still misuse it. I promise you. They will find an old revision. It will say obsolete watermarked across it. And they will still go, well, I, I just followed it. Or they'll download it, save it to their desktop, and then use it. Um, so, I mean, no matter how you do it, it's kind of challenging. What, what particularly would you want to talk about for electronic QMSs? Uh, just that it's not a uh, be-all, end-all to not having document control problems. It's definitely not. You know, if you have a full electronic quality management system, they're, you know, just like anything else, you have to maintain them and put a lot of love in them. And then they need a dedicated person. Almost anyone can work with paper. Anyone can work with file folders. Not anyone can work with software. And that's what it'll take is it'll take someone who's reasonably software savvy. And so what ends up happening is you have like three or four people that are super quick and super good. And everyone else in the organization is like, how do I do a change notice again? Can you just route this for me? Wait, I had to select training for that? Oh yeah, they can get you in just as much trouble as a paper system that you have to go into a room to get or you know, being on a server and you're downloading and saving it to your desktop. So good document control practices. I think that it's just like a lot of culture around it. I think you're right. I mean, for me, I think document control is about, I already told you, I think it's all about good communication practices and it's good culture and it's every department feeling like they're invested in a quality management system. That it's not quality who's responsible for owning it and they get to go do whatever they want mm -hmm. you know, because they're, they're scared to talk to their quality department because they think that they're going to get yelled at for whatever reason or, you know, that's the common one, right? Like they're, they're scared to tell you that the document's not right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're like, it's, it's okay. I promise you, I don't care as much as you do. <laughs> Or we'll figure it out together. Mm -hmm. No sticky notes on your desktops. If IT is going to yell at you because you have your password written down, quality is going to yell at you because you wrote your parameters for sure. Mm -hmm.